Tonight on the Big Footy Podcast, we talk all things Brisbane, Michael Voss and Fitzroy with Western Roy Boys. Chief gives us plenty of advice on how not to watch the AFL, and we introduce you to Messenger of the Thousand Voices. All this and more, coming right up. Hola, Mr. Tank. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Big Footy Podcast. Uh, I am the Wookie. With me tonight are a number of highly esteemed gentlemen and uh, messenger. And uh, we're going to uh, introduce them all now. Say good evening to Chief. I'm horny and nauseous. <laughs> and, uh, and the Old Dark Navies. I've been ambushed. <laughs> and the prosecutor is here. Hello, well, my fellow Aminos. He, he, he might wish he was elsewhere. And Jamie Johnston is here tonight. Hello, everybody. And overtly <laughs> cheerful for no really good reason. Uh, Messenger is here. Hola, Mr. Tank. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, joining us for the first time this season is Western Roy Boys. Uh, greetings, gents. It's not a lie if you truly believe it. <laughs> so, uh, Even a little Cheers, George. <laughs> Cheers, George. Wielding oh, the big bat nice. on his first innings. That's what you like to see. Now, um, Western Roy Boys is here, of course, to talk to us about all things developing at Brisbane and also to have a bit of a reminisce about Fitzroy. Um, as we, um, and then later on, we'll be talking, of course, about uh, Essendon because, let's face it, it's inevitable. Um, guys, before we do that, though, your highlights and... Uh, you know, basically your memorable moment, whether it's a highlight or a low light from the weekend. And uh, perhaps we'll start with the new boy on the block. Western Roy Boys, what was your highlight from the weekend, mate? Ooh, I didn't have a highlight, to be honest. That's okay, that happens. Prosecutor hasn't had many lately either. Yeah, a bit of a dry run. (laughs) The low light was definitely um, the uh, incumbent chairman of the Brisbane Lions joining in in the uh, singing of the club song after the match, which is against protocol. Um, and it's probably the last time he'll join in that song. Oh, not, not a fan Ooh. of Angus? <laughs> no, not a fan. Seems but many, we'll get to that later. Seems many people aren't. And uh, the prosecutor, did you have any highlights from the weekend? I did, and I feel a bit dirty for saying it, but oh? Nick Graham finally got a game. He did, he did. And he did reasonably well in the time he had. Oh, and is. when I'm... Bloody relishing in a Carlton player doing well. I am getting very, very desperate. He, he might do very well this weekend as well, if, uh, all, if all goes according to plan. And uh, Jamie Johnston, you have any highlights from the weekend that don't involve Essendon? No. However, I do have two involving Essendon. <laughs> watching them melt down on field on Saturday and watching them melt down off field on Wednesday. Uh, nice little bookend there if you can get it. The old Dark Navies, your highlights from the weekend. Oh, yeah, let's keep it football-related for a change. Um, Blues having a win over Richmond on the weekend. It was full of merit, won us some credibility back. 
And the dogs won yet again, showing that our loss to them maybe wasn't as bad as it seemed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Taking oh, on the yes, North persona. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, Messenger, your highlights from the weekend. Oh, I must say, I really enjoyed Friday night. It was a very good game of football, although to listen to the media talk about it, you'd think Collingwood had actually won the bloody game. It's funny, it's been 17-3 and still been flying under the radar. Anyway. Okay, and Chief, do you actually have any highlights did you do anything football related, or were you going to go on some ill mystical on the journey? Weekend, and I slept through the the um, Richmond match, Richmond Carlton match. Woke up and I thought, oh, watch it on the iPad. And don't do that, kids. Don't watch it on the iPad. It's shit. The pitch is shit. It breaks up. You lose it. And but you know, I got the, the fourth quarter there, the Carlton Richmond match. It was good. Good feeling, even though you already knew the result. But... We are the boys from And how they're uh, how they're travelling, and the, what's going on with Michael Voss. Um, Western Royals, how are Brisbane travelling in your opinion this season? Oh, on the field, I think they've they've done a pretty good job. I mean, you've you've got to have um, you know a look at the list, where they've been, where they've come from. So last year we got ten wins. Um, I thought that was a you know a really fair effort. We had a a pretty ordinary draw, even though you know everything's on a high after the uh, NAB Cup and people are pumping up and saying we're going to play finals. Well, personally, I never held that um, that belief, and I thought if we could match what we did last year and and our playing group improved, which I think they have, then then I reckon we've had a, a reasonable year. Um, you know, we've got you know three or two of our greatest champions are on the way out. I think they've both played their last games. Um, and, you know, we lack key forwards. The fact that we've gone and recruited Stefan Martin probably just, you know, highlights what a, uh, a uh, uh, I suppose, what a hole we're in. Um, you know, we had a good go at Tippett two years ago. We almost pulled that off. Um, the Crows managed to talk him out of that. We know now how they did that. Um, and, you know, key forwards are what is going to hold us back, but I thought we've done a great job. You know, not everyone on the Brisbane board, and I mean the big footy board, is 100%, was 100% about whether we should keep Voss or not. Um, I'd say it was 75 keep, probably 25 against. Um, but obviously, Angus Johnson and his board um, believed otherwise, and, and now we are in an absolute parlous state both on and off the field. We're in a worse financial predicament than Melbourne. People don't seem to realise that, but I can give you the tip we are. Well. All righty. Okay. Um, Questions, guys? Yeah, I think I'll jump in first. Um, 
I guess start off with the obvious one. How grateful are you for Essendon and their proverbial <laughs> whole shit that's been lately? Uh, because it just seems like um, the last week or so has just been out of chaos at Brisbane and it doesn't seem like there's any been any clear direction. Yeah, look, I said this earlier. Um, the only people that are grateful for this are Angus Johnson and the board and whether he's tried to do some of this covert, I don't think he's they're clever enough to do that, but you know, Brisbane is in absolute turmoil. We, uh, the supporters of the club, actually need the spotlight to be turned on there, um, just to, to highlight to everyone outside of, you know, a few around the club and a few members that have sort of been questioning what's going on, just how parlous um, a state the club is in. So, the board are probably thinking, fantastic, the Essendon stuff's blown up, and you know, well, our story is about four pages in when. You know, we've sacked the golden-haired boy of the club. Now, eventually, one day, Voss was going to get the arse. Every coach does. But he had to be treated um, in a lot better fashion than what he was. And then, you know, to have a, you know, a botched attempt at, at getting Paul Ruse, we don't even know how far that is. You know, Angus Johnson's sort of um, his media stuff today, he seems to claim that he's closer to getting Ruse, but... Um, everyone else would tell you that's a, a bucket full of crap. Can, can I ask what you, putting aside Michael Voss's playing legacy at Brisbane, what do you believe his coaching legacy will be there? Look, I'm of the belief that Voss's best coaching is still ahead of him. Um, he, some people will, will tag him with the old crazy Vossy of the 2009. Uh, 10, you know, mad recruiting where we, we recruited for Vola and Staker and Reigns and um, pissed off Bradshaw and lost Riscatelli in the process. But you've got to take all that into consideration. I personally, at the time, didn't blame him for that because, you know, you don't have a long time as a head coach, as a rule, and they thought they were a chance, you know, albeit uh, idiotically, of, of perhaps pinching a flag. So they, they went with the all-in philosophy. I, I personally don't have a problem with that. Since that time, and you know when the wheels did fall off, um, they brought in John Reid from Adelaide. They redesigned the footy department. And then we went back to basics. And over the last two years, we've seen constant improvement. You can't say that the players weren't playing for him. You know We've heard a few rumours floating around that, oh, it was a player-driven revolt. Um, that is absolute crap. Um, you know... Our, our younger blokes were on the improve. Um, they're starting to play good footy. Look around. If they could have got Ruse and they had done it in a Fremantle fashion, I, I still wouldn't have agreed with it, but I probably would have accepted it. But it's just shambolic what's going on, and you know we're in free form here. Did, did uh, Vossi sort of up the ante a little bit and demand... Um demand some um, feedback on where he lay, where his future laid with the club at the time, or was it a bit of a cynical exercise um, sacking him three games out knowing that they were probably going to win their next two? Because it would have been a lot worse if they won their next two games and he sort of you know, came, ended the season with the ten wins again. Yeah, look, it's pretty hard to know what's fact and fiction. Um, the press conference was the only person who came out of it with class was Boss and you know, whether you like him or not, um, he's a pretty classy performer. Since that time, though, he's, he's basically tipped a bucket of shit on uh, Angus Johnson's statements that um, he was kept informed of the process and he knew what was going on. So, 
Alistair Lynch has, has indicated a couple of weeks ago, it's probably three weeks ago now, that the word went round that Voss wasn't going to get reappointed. And at that stage, um, you know, Voss had told people close to him that, you know, there was a chance he might get tipped out. And one of those was Mark Harvey, who then got straight on the phone to West Coast and said, oh, hey, boys, is anything going there next year? Um, and John Brown also knew pretty much what was going on. So, I, you know, I, I don't think... I think they've, they've completely botched it up. Um, they, they, there's allegedly a um, set of KPIs they were measuring against, but I'm not sure Voss knows what they are, and certainly no-one else knows them outside of the board, which lacks a fair bit of, well, lacks any football now, apart from the chairman who played a few games at Norwood and Southport. Yeah, um, I guess uh, another issue, just to finally wrap up the board stuff, I guess, um, the Paddle Pop Lion has been an issue of um, of late for uh, Brisbane supporters. Now, I noticed there was a um, petition going around earlier on and that, um, was it, a it's Angus Johnson, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I keep getting mixed up with Angus Graham, who appeared last <laughs> night on 360. But in any case, um, that Johnson was claiming that the response was minimal and they weren't really consulting with the board. Um, just how much of an issue is the um, Paddle Pop Lion to the traditional Brisbane Lion and even the Fitzroy supporters, I guess? And what do the majority really want done with it? Look, I think there's, there's two points there. One is um, there are a group of people and... I and if I was doing percentages, I'd say there's probably 25% of all supporters actually like the paddle pop, and it's probably 75 against. Now, we've all got different reasons. I am obviously Western Roy boy. I am a Fitzroy person. Um, you know, the part of the reason of me following Brisbane um, was because of that line on the jumper. Now, that might sound stupid, but um, given the shafting that went on with Fitzroy... Um, and I was agnostic for a year, I'm happy to put my hand up, um, that line actually means a fair bit to me. That's, that might sound stupid. The issue with the board over the paddle pop line is not whether it changed or, or, or it is whether it changed. It's the lack of consultation. There's a group um, that's formed largely based of big footy posters um, called uh, the Lion's Roar. Um, and they've started, I suppose, a, a social media campaign to uh, to at least have the board put to a vote what, what the jumper should be. Now, the low point for everyone there, and, and I think where the board really underestimated um, their impact, was the Collingwood game that was on a Friday night where we played deplorably. Um, they actually had uh, people handing out flyers for the Lions Rural Group. And they're actually evicted off the Gabba after having received permission to hand out flyers. And since then, um, Angus Johnson has sort of, in the media, um, you know, I suppose, underplayed the amount of uh, letters and emails that they've received, saying, you know, he received 12 and most of them were positive for the paddle pop. Well, I can guarantee you that's crap. Most of us all received the pre-printed um, response from Malcolm Holmes saying, yeah, we've received your letter, but we've got other priorities at the moment, so take a ticket, get in the queue. Um, yeah, I mean, and, I mean, I live up in Brisbane, and, and I know a fair few um, Lions supporters, and none of them like the um, the Paddle Pop line. It's really just, they just deride it from the stands, they, you know. Look, it was... You know, uh, 
it was part of that 2010 campaign where they brought in Favola and it was all about trying to fend off the, the imminent threat of the Gold Coast. So they thought they had to play finals, they had to be successful, they had to get members because it was all going pear-shaped. And it's turned out to be one of the biggest marketing for one of a bit of stuff-ups in, in the history of AFL footy. Wasn't it? But, I mean, what are you trying to do when you change your logo or, or as, a, as an organisation or anyone? You change your logo when you want to separate yourself from the past. Has and this sort of anyone? change of the logo is sort of... Is, it, was, it was a half-and-half half thing because they had the back half of the original line and then there's the stupid head on it. And, you know, it seemed like a half-assed sort of... Um, Attempt to change every, to change the image and the logo and separate themselves from whatever past they thought they had to separate themselves from, or they just didn't think about it. You know. Well, well, who knows? Because we've never been given an answer as to why. But certainly, um, you know, for Victorian-based supporters, it, it was seen as a bit of a dagger, um, and that's why the Fitzroy Footy Club took up, um, you know, legal action to uh, to have that restored, and you know. It's, it's just unnecessary. I mean, why drive a wedge amongst your supporter group um, when you're already struggling to keep them on board? And you, th you would think that that consultation would have um, brought all these things to light, and you know, some someone at the club saying, yeah, "Let's they're, let's they're, test this out. Let's find this out and get the the crowd, the, get the supporters' reaction and that sort of thing." And I would have found out immediately that nobody liked it. Yeah, look, they they suggest that they held focus groups, but obviously it was with you know, a couple of cats and dogs. Kindergarten yeah. kids or something. Oh, I like the lion. That looks lovely. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the lion, like the, the actual logo, wasn't that part of the deal and like the deed of arrangement in the first place? Yeah, but I, I, I don't know how much you guys know about the, the deed of arrangement. Brisbane actually drafted the deed of arrangement, so Fitzroy had absolutely no input into that. And the agreement was that it would be the Fitzroy line in, per in perpetuity. Now, that's why Fitzroy took them to the Supreme Court or whatever they did. Um, you know, and then they'd go back and said, oh, but you know, Fitzroy at one stage were called the Gorillas and the lines changed over time. So, you know, we got into semantics and, and, and bullshit, really. It was just you know, it was a waste of time. So what, what's the relationship like between the Fitzroy Football Club and Brisbane now? Nah, pretty average. Um, you know, the Fitzroy Football Club still exists in its own right. Yep. Um, but you know, if, if you think it was a merger, um, go to the Fitzroy board, read Roy Lyons' posts yep. on there. Um, all it was was um, the Brisbane Football Brisbane Bears rebranded themselves as the Brisbane Lions. Now, you know, there were some of us that the Fitzroy support basically split in three once Fitzroy were killed off. Um, you know, a third of people, I reckon, joined up with the Lions and were able to put, you know, all the, the crap that went down to a side and, and say, look, I can still follow the Lions, even though it's completely different to following Fitzroy. There's a third of people that probably joined other Melbourne-based clubs, and that was predominantly North Melbourne because it was the, yeah. the preferred merger partner of the Fitzroy board at the time. A lot went to Melbourne, and you know others have, have sort of been sprinkled everywhere else. And there's probably a third that just said, "Nah, nah I'm out of here," um, and you know either went back to following Fitzroy as they sort of morphed the, the Fitzroy Reds, or the, the University Reds became the Fitzroy Reds, and now they're the Fitzroy Footy Club. So, sort of went three ways. 
Can, can I ask uh, you about um, that? Oh, sorry, Cross, you go. No, you go ahead. I want to ask you about that final Fitzroy team, the 96 team that had a, I think it was a one, they were 1 and 21 for the year. And I was yeah, at that, that that final Melbourne game at, when they played Richmond at the MCG. And it was really, it was a terrible day. That yeah. team had a, a number of those guys went on and had pretty reasonable AFL careers after that. Do you feel yeah. like if they'd been able to hang on for a couple of years, we might have actually seen a, a pretty decent Fitzroy team? Look, oh, Fitzroy, always, Fitzroy always punched above its weight. You know, um, we, we had, as you point out, we had some reasonable players in there in the end, but it was the quality that just got, you know, shafted. And I lived, uh, what was it, uni, I lived a couple of doors up from Dyson Hall Lacey, who was the last chairman, and, and he would come and sort of give me an update on what was going on. And the, and the AFL did say, I know um, Chief had something on about um, lube being required for Essendon. Well, the amount of lube that um, and rogering that the AFL did to, to get Fitzroy out was just horrendous. And Roy Lyons got, you know, yeah. heaps of detail. I, I wrote up a big That was off the record. It. That was off the record. <laughs> I wrote would up a big West, thing about it. Sorry, Western Roy boy, would you have been okay merging with North? Because I know there's a... I, as a North supporter, I would have happily merged with Fitzroy, but I know there are some Fitzroy supporters who feel the deal wasn't fair and so on, and it's it's a long time and a hell of a lot of late nights into the past, and I can't remember all the detail, but I remember supporting it back when it happened. Greg, Greg Miller basically scuttled it by being a dick. Yeah. Um, it, it was over the line... It was you were the preferred partners. Everyone was happy campers. Um, Greg Miller probably went a bit hard and put a few board members off. Then Richmond got involved and said, "Oh, hang on, we don't want them to be a super team because you guys were obviously tracking all right at the time." Yeah. Um, and so we won Greg the flag Miller, that year, if I recall. <laughs> yeah, uh, correct. It's part yeah. of the so reason Greg why people didn't want you to move. Thought I'd get that in there. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just Richmond that didn't want you guys to merge, though. That, mergers can only be approved by two-thirds of the clubs. Yeah, Richmond yeah. were the ones that led the charge against it. And then Brisbane realised the door was still ajar, and uh, and they come in with Noel Gordon, and you know the rest is history. In terms he went of that, on the footy uh, show that night, didn't he? I remember that. He did, Noel and Gordon he was an absolute dick about it. on the footy show. That was an ugly... Well, the second ugliest moment in football before today, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. No, he was an absolute yeah. dick about that. Yeah, well, he, and that's why they cost a lot of people, a lot of Fitzroy people, from ever going across to Brisbane because they couldn't just, you know, put up with that. Just on with that, I'm not sure whether the actual stats back that up, uh, uh, Roy Boy, because uh, if you look at the membership that Brisbane had in '96 to what they had in '97. Uh, there's almost a net gain of every Fitzroy member went to, For Brisbane. to Brisbane in '97. Like the yeah, the, num- had- the numbers almost match up minus about a thousand, and same with same with AFL memberships with club support. Brisbane had almost none. Oh, and, there you go. So the AFL membership and the Brisbane memberships match up. There you go. Oh, I'm astounded to hear that that those though those would subsequently match up. Um, I find that astounding. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'd be pretty confident in my stats in terms of people splitting. Um, I suppose I'm talking not only members, I'm talking supporters. Well, 
Just, there's just, a lot of North supporters I know who, well, not a lot, but I know enough. There's some on the North Port, Horace, for example, who's a, um, a, a well, well-liked well and fairly prominent poster. He was an ex-Fitzroy bloke. I've met him. There's a few ex-Fitzroy people, some for other clubs you see around, but a lot for North. So I'd certainly support your hypothesis, Western Royboy. All right, any other questions for Western Royboy on this? Well, there's a... A few a few stories going around about um, Lee Matthews being part of the ticket uh, to take over the board, and along with that, um, some talk about Mick Conlon coming into the club, um, and and Speaking whether that would cheeks. whether that would Sorry. entice um, perhaps entice Paul Ruse being an old Roy boy himself. Um, it just seems like it uh, if it, all that happened, it would create a fair bit of excitement around the club. Yeah. Yeah, look, it would, but I suppose our current CEO is a Kiwi whose background is running a rugby team and then he ran a race course. Um, you know, uh, call, call me stupid, but um, it's not the ideal background of a CEO you want running an AFL team in a, you know, what you'd call a, uh, a, a non-traditional market. So... You know, take away the, the problems we've got with the board. We've got a CEO who's got no idea. And the mail coming out of the CEO's conference down at Creswick two weeks ago was, what is this bloke on? Because, uh, you know, his, his uh, measures of success were so far away from everyone else. And that's when, you know, the word started getting out that, you know, Brisbane's in a lot of trouble. So Mickey Collin is currently the CEO of AFL Queensland. He's not the most popular bloke in the world up there at the moment because they're um, changing the, the, the northeastern AFL conference up there and they're shafting a few of the traditional clubs and the, you know, the old QAFL is being shafted like the, the VFA, the VFL, the Sandful and the, and the Waffle. So um, he's not flavour of the month, but he's got to have more clues than the bloke we've got at the moment. All right, just getting back to the on-field stuff for Brisbane before we finish up. Who's coming through? Who you got coming through that gives you uh, some real hope for next year? Oh, look, I think all of the the young blokes that have started this year. I mean, Mays, um, you know, looks like a player. Clark hurt his shoulder, but he looks okay. You know, Doherty, Yo. I mean, all of their drafting for the last couple of years. You know, uh, Rob Kerr, I think, is a pretty astute um, uh, drafter. You know, everyone that they've drafted has been or looks around the mark. Um, you know, Carnesis wants to come home. That's that's a given. Um, Polak, we've Pol- got high hopes for. Um, so I, I don't think they've had too many misses. You know, Billy Longer looks like he'll be a real good ruckman. Um, his issue will be, can he get a shot at it with um, with Lewenberger being as dominant as he is? But and it's all um, it's all positive on the young bloke front. Um, you know, our, our issue going forward will be key position forwards because, you know, I think I'm pretty sure Brownie's stuffed. Um, and, you know, we've got Stefan Martin and Jordan Lyle and, you know, Cornelius will be delisted. Um, so we've really got some holes there. Our best hope would be to try and pinch one of the excess lads out of the Gold Coast um, and get him to, uh, to come our <coughs> way or, you know, maybe Jesse White or someone like that. You, you miss out on a chance to give Blackie a farewell game. Oh, look, at, uh, at, at the Gabba, sorry. Yeah, look, my highlight of... Uh, I, I didn't put a highlight, but the highlight for me last week was 
Black put a handball in traffic to Mays in space who just went bang and nailed it. And, you know, Black, Voss is obviously the, the ultimate Brisbane champion, but um, you go a long way to see a better player or more team-orientated player than Simon Black. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be camping outside of Skilled Stadium in the hope that he gets up for that last game. Um, I just want to say thank you one more time. You know, it's been an absolute pleasure to watch him play over 15 years and, uh, you know, it's a sad day when he won't go around for us again. Um, so what are you looking forward to this weekend, guys? And uh, we'll start with um, Chief. Well, I'm really looking forward to Geelong and Sydney. I think that'll be a cracker of a game. See how we do. And then, same day, Carlton Essendon. I mean, shit, forget all the other games. Nothing else is happening on the weekend. Those two games. <laughs> Although Messi- Brisbane and Western Bulldogs will... Yeah, no. No. Messenger, what are you looking forward to, <laughs> up? Well... Hang on a minute. Did Chief just give us a football-related thing? Yeah, he did, actually. Well, yeah, shit, right. What the hell is going on there? All right, Messenger, what have you got? Hell yeah, yeah N-word. Yeah. <laughs> N-word. <laughs> um... There's not much. He's, he's picked the eyes out of it as chief. It's pretty pretty great stuff there. Look no, at no um, love for the North Kilda, St Kilda and Gold Coast. It's it's really that Sunday is looking like a terrible terrible list of games. Be interested to see if Brisbane can um, hold the Bulldogs off. The Bulldogs who so valiantly uh, have now proven themselves to be uh, great finalists after beating Carlton. No love for the North Horse game, Messenger. Um. He won't be going. It's that Eddie had. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's too far away. I don't know where it is. And uh, Jamie, your highlight coming up from the weekend? <laughs> um, as a Victorian supporter, people think I'm trolling, and I would never do such a thing. But I would be very interested to see the Frio Port game. Yep. I think that we'll we'll find out where Port are with that one, and Frio could be given a bit of a fright. I reckon. I'm interested to see Port's run and gun against Ross Lyons boring ball. That's Subiaco. That's going to be a terrible game. Don't don't lie. That is that, going that to is be gonna, an yeah. awful game. <laughs> that is going to be an awful game. Western Roy boys, you're, uh, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, obviously the Lions Bulldogs uh, return clash. They gave us a touch up in round one and probably contributed to where Michael Voss is sitting at the moment more than any other team. So uh, I'll be looking to see how they our blokes respond to that. Okay, old dark navies. Oh, it has to be Carlton Essendon on Saturday night. Wondering where Essendon's mind will be at. I mean, they are probably going to play finals because um, everything's been put on hold. Um, but but, at, at, but well, I mean, I mean, as far as we know, they're not going to reach a decision. So um, we'll see what they negotiate. But uh, and meanwhile, Frio and Port have been played at the same time, so that means a lot to Carlton's uh, slender finals chances, so um, I guess everybody at each game will be keeping an eye on the scoreboards. Could set up a very big round 23. I'm looking forward to the uh, Carlton Essen and Fremantle Port double there. Uh, no love for Adelaide, Melbourne? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Sadly, uh, or GWS and Richmond, or uh, uh, St Kilda. St. St Kilda and Gold Coast is potentially interesting. Just see if uh, Gold Coast can get another win under the belt before the season ends. They'll win. They'll win that. So, yeah, they're absolutely, they are dreadful. They are absolutely hopeless. Well, if they, if they want to part with Rewalt, we'll take him at Carlton. Um, oh, surely it'll be abandoned ship by the end of that. 
Anyway, guys, thank you very much for coming on tonight. Um, if you're listening and you've got this far, there are other podcasts you can have a listen to. You can find them listed on the Bigfooty website on the right-hand side. Um, for the rest of you, thank you very much for coming on. And uh, we will be uh, having an extra tonight, which will be looking at the Essendon stuff in detail. So uh, just stick around for that. In the meantime, good night, Chief. Good night. Good night, uh, Messenger. Night-night, everybody. Good night, uh, ODN. Thanks for having me. And uh, good night, um, uh, Jamie. Night-night. Good night, Prosecutor. Good night, all. Good night, uh, and thanks for very much for coming on Western Roy Boys and talking about Fitzroy and Brisbane and all that's going on there for us. Thank you, and good night. All right, and uh, good night from me, and we'll see you all on the forums. <laughs>